0: They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer.
1: Hey folks, Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer. Welcome to the program. I know Crap's a weird name for a program. You hear it from me all the time. But just in case you're new, C.R.A.P. is only an acronym which stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. And when culture, race, and American politics are combined, everything seems to go to hell in a handbasket. Today's program, we're going to be talking about sedition, treason, convictions, and the banning of voting machines. I want to go a little bit backwards in time, just for a moment. As you know, we're headed into these midterms in November. The left is freaking out. You just saw a known never-Trumper senator step down. Now, you may think that is a good thing. A known Republican senator stepped down because he's a never-Trumper. You have to remember, now I may stand corrected on this, but when a senator steps down, I forget how they do it in the state, but the state gets to appoint the new senator until the next election. Sassy, is that his name? Sassy, sissy, something like that. He stepped down. Now, I need to check on this because I understand the state gets to appoint a new one. This may be not a good thing. Here's why. He has two Ben Sassy, right? Sassy, sassafras, sassy ass, whatever it is, right? Absolute never trumper. But all of a sudden he steps down. Now you think about this. He's got a couple of more years left. And he just stepped down. So, or Sass, right? Suss to what? Sus the sissy, whatever it is. People were applauding this because he was a never Trumper. I'm concerned. See, there's several ways to read this. The first way to read it is he's stepping down because he knows Trump is coming back. That's all the buzz on the inside, okay? And this fellow's term expires like in 2026, but he's stepping down now, okay? The problem that is potentially with this is he was a rhino. He steps down. People say he's a snake, all this other stuff. They get to a point one end. This may be the maneuver to make sure the Republicans don't take over the Senate. This may be a really... Rat's ass, rhino, move. Because he's effectively neutered. He's an anti-Trumper. But what if they appoint and they put in a dim? And they know that in the Senate, the chin, uh, the, ter- the turn is coming. Right? And they know either the uh, Republicans are going to get a, a one-up or more lead. Maybe this is a move to make sure that doesn't happen so they just appoint somebody in. I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be just a different rhino. Some are saying you can't uh, appoint from another party. I don't know. Either something's really coming out on him really bad and he's trying to get out in front of it, but why would a senator who was supposed to serve... Till twenty twenty six, step down. I don't know if this one gets replaced by um, special election. Some states get to get do an appointment. That's why I'm worried about it. But this may be a maneuver. It concerns me greatly. It may be a maneuver inside. Everybody on Capitol Hill's freaking out which also means the January 6th committee is trying very, very hard to make sure they can do all they can. Uh, Somebody put here, I guess he's Nebraska. Let me read it to you. It's, It's great that you participate in my program, by the way. I can see you when you post on Twitch and Facebook. I guess he's from Nebraska. So uh, Del Mem says, under Nebraska law, Governor Pete Ricketts would then appoint the state's next senator within 45 days of vacancy. Okay, so let's play this out. And pardon me, folks, I had a dental procedure and I'm having to work my way through it. My enunciation and dealing with my tongue, which has a mind of its own. Anyway, let's play this out. The election, the midterm election is in November, not even, let's call it a month away, month and one day away. He said he will step down right after the midterms. It might even be January, but right after the midterms when he's stepping down. And then According to Dell, the governor gets to replace him in 45 days. This is kind of a sneak peek. Because if, he, if it goes in 45 days after the midterm, everybody's going to know what happens in the midterms, Right? And then all of a sudden, this governor gets to a point when evidently the senator is leaving to go to work at a university or something. This may be why it's done this way, why he announced the date, why it's out of nowhere. He's the paid off sacrificial lamb. Right? Ricketts is supposedly a Republican, but we know that doesn't matter. Is this the deep? state trick to counterbalance everything we've all been working for to make sure that we get a conservative Senate and House is this the trick they pulled. This this to me stinks to all get out. This to me smells like they're going to try to do anything they can to keep America first style people from getting in and yes you're probably right we're going to need to pressure Ricketts and he better not reply with crickets we better hear something I'm just saying this is uh, potentially a bad thing now you will understand when we come back I'm going to be talking about sedition and convictions I think you'll get it when I come back and give you these facts hang tight be right back right after this
0: we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Here's Jovan.
1: In case you hadn't heard it before, the reason I named the program Cut the Crap is because if we had lawmakers in front of us, and we could just grab them by the lapels and tell them to cut the crap. Of course, they'd throw us under the jail today. Steal an election, hey, you get a reward. Give a senator or a congressperson a piece of their mind. Uh, they'll try to throw you in jail. Now, here's what's going on with this January 6th stuff. As you know, there, the January 6th wasn't a trial. Many people uh, on the left were claiming it's a trial and whatever, and the Democrats have come out and said, stop calling it uh, Trump a, a coup or an insurrection. They're changing their words. They're changing their words. I've told you about this many times. And so as they watched that infomercial play out on national TV across all those channels, they wanted... Uh, people to believe coup and insurrection. And when they found out that they couldn't make any of that stick, and they really didn't have any evidence, they recently put out commentary to all their operatives, stop calling it coup, stop calling it insurrection, and begin to position it as criminal conspiracy. Now, The definition of criminal conspiracy is gathering people together to do something knowingly criminal and organizing it and being part of it for something that's going to occur at a future date. So they've taken it off the January 6th and now they're playing the card it's for a future date. It's something being arranged. Now they're doing this in an attempt to try to keep Donald J. Trump from running in 2024. Here's what you need to know. Yesterday, the day before, one of the supposed Proud Boy members pleaded guilty. They kept on putting pressure, kept on putting pressure. You know, a few of them committed suicide, et cetera, et cetera. One guy in jail, he's already been blinded and beat to a pulp. They're not even let, letting American jailers take care of him. They brought jailers in from Nigeria, so they have plausible deniability and treating him wrong. But he just pleaded guilty for seditious conspiracy. Okay? Now, the pleading guilty to seditious conspiracy plays right into the hands of the January 6th committee claiming that this was an organized conspiracy. Okay, it was an organized conspiracy. And I know you're asking, is there evidence to prove this? Yes, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to give you the evidence but I have to ask you a question you know what would what would be the point of this fellow his name's Jeremy Jeremy Bertino he pled guilty what would be his goal in pleading guilty to this um they said they had evidence of him at January 6th saying we're not going home we're on the cusp of saving the constitution If you watch how they're spinning this, they're basically saying that he's a former leader of the Proud Boys extremist group, pleaded guilty Thursday to suspicious conspiracy in connection with the group's effort to halt the certification of the 2020 election. That's the claim, okay? So he has pleaded guilty and he has agreed to cooperate in the government's continuing investigation, okay? Now, there's five other members of Proud Boys that are have also been charged with sedition. They're awaiting trial. There was a sixth member, Charles Donahoe. He pleaded guilty earlier this year. His, his plead was conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding and assaulting and resisting officers, but they flexed was this guy to do a, a, a different one, which is, you know, uh, conspiracy, seditious conspira- conspiracy, which is, you know, sedition is a death-punishable crime, right? Also, when they went to his home, uh, they got him on other things. They found he had an AR-15, uh, six other guns, 3,000 rounds of ram- am- ammunition. By the way, that's the catch. If you ever get one of these box of twenty-two bullets, You know, and you buy them in the box of 1,000. Some of these states have uh, basically put, if you have more than 100 rounds, it's a crime. Most everybody in the United States is guilty of having too many rounds. They'll get you on that. Anyway, supposedly he had done something earlier in his life, a previous conviction, barred him from firearms and ammunition, okay? He was supposedly uh, part of the Proud Boys group called Ministry of Self-Defense, and their assertion was that the presidential election had been stolen, okay? It is said that members discussed traveling to Washington on a mission to stop the certification of the electoral college vote, and that the Ministry of Self-Defense leaders were willing to do whatever it takes, including using force against police and others to achieve that objective. Okay, so, and then, you know, so he's, he's been charged with it. He pleaded guilty, and he pleaded guilty that, yes, we know we made this happen. So this is another person that has pled right into the hands of the January 6th commission. Except there's a problem. Jeremy Bernito was not in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Everything he posted was online. You heard me right. He wasn't even there. This is stuff he posted in online groups. This is stuff he posted in text mouthing off and they are now going to convict him for what he said online I told you they're watching the groups I told you why I kick people out when they say the wrong things this is part of the plan this has now opened the door for any people online saying this kind of stuff this is a bad deal. They're doing anything they can to try to make it go their way. More coming up right after this.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. This is what the politicians
1: absolutely don't want you to know. They don't want you to know it's all rigged and it's all crooked. I... Uh, Look, folks, I'm, I'm telling you again. I told you this before. I told you over and over and over and over that all of this stuff was a setup. They're in the groups. They're riling people up. They're plants trying to get people in the streets. But yet there are people still out there that you're following because they're supposed godly men that are telling people, we've got to rise up. We've got to get on the streets, get your guns and stuff, which I've warned against, warned against, warned against, warned against. That's wrong. Don't even type it in social media. Don't even do it. You do it in my groups, you're gone. It is all a plant. And I've told you this. I've told you this. And yes, they can't arrest everyone, but that's not what it's about. They will use their powers any way they can. To try to stay in power. And they will do anything they can to take anybody down. This is why there's a flex. I even told you about the flex and how this works. For the first guys pleaded guilty to a conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding and assaulting and resisting officers. And this one is an insurrection, right, about seditious conspiracy, which means you want to do uh, sedition, you're planning it for a future date. This is the game and the con. And they put so much pressure on these people because these people are going to lose their lives. And so what they're doing now is fair porn, You're right. It is fear porn. This is a battle for all of us. But I'm just telling you, stay focused, no violence. But when you see people say, get your guns and crap like that, I am telling you right now, you better call them out or boot them out because they're there to set you up. This is why I always call out. It's the only way I can defend myself against this stuff because we are all targets. Now, just so you don't think all is lost, by the way, stay calm. You're right, stay calm. We have this. We understand how they do it, what they're doing, why they do it, etc., And it's only absolute truth that wins. Shining sunlight and truth on this. Jan says, I don't follow anyone like that. If you haven't gone back in time and looked at people's postings, you might not know. Because there are people out there that 100,000 people follow. 50,000 people follow because they're just, you know, good professorial types and they're just good. I can't take this anymore. We're conservative. I'm daily, I'm a conservative and I practice it that have done this and say this and you can't find out where these people come from. They just popped up on the scene out of nowhere. It's because it's been a setup from the beginning. And I know you're not following because you're not following the left. And I'm not talking about the left. I'm talking about people you follow on the right. People you follow on the right. This is a tactic. You got to be except exceptionally careful in what's going on out there. You have to be very careful about who you follow, why you follow. Very careful about who you follow and why you follow them. But there are people that position themselves as conservatives, right? One of the big battles going on right now in the United States of America is a leading quote-unquote Republican woman got out there first, or not first, but President Trump endorsed her, and she's run around to all these states, and this is what we need to do, election integrity, we need to do this, we need to do this, Raised all kinds of money. Got states to not do full forensic audits because she's in that crowd. And today, over the last month, they've changed from, they've told all of their members, all of their people, do not talk about the machines. Do not talk about election integrity. Do not talk about, we got to get rid of the machines. Just tell people, you got to vote and we got to canvass. Total pivot. Boom. And has been there from the beginning advising states. It's not Rona. It's another one. Advising states. Oh, we're for integrity, integrity, and now nope, nope, don't mention the machines, don't say anything. At all. Period. A national D.C. person close to the president. Or You would have thanked close to the president, right? That's where the rubber meets the road. If they are backing away from, we've got to get rid of these machines. And if they are backing away from, well, that's what election integrity is. Don't talk about the machines. Don't do that. That's that's a losing cause. There's nothing wrong with them. You got to talk about, canvassing. You got to talk about, we just got to get out and vote. You got to talk about this completely changed, completely changed. But the left, I'll give you an example. Dexter Land has this right to believe this. Wait, let's talk about uh, the patient's China gave Ivanka, and the $2 Saudi gave Jared. Hmm, interesting. Well, you're right, if that was true. But I love that topic, and we should talk that topic. And that's why Dexter, uh, for those of you watching my program, Dexter, I just gave you a link to come in the studio, and let's talk about your facts. I have no problem with that. I think these things should be discussed. There's a link. Hop on in. I'll put you on when you come on. A lot of things should be discussed. And nobody's innocent. Right or left. Right or left. Nobody's innocent. But what we have to do is we have to talk about absolute, verifiable, true proof. By the way, this is not about being red or blue. That's over. This is not even about being Democrat or Republican. That's over. This is about fighting the uniparty and making sure we get this right. Now, one of the states getting it right is Alaska. In Alaska, uh, one of their boroughs, you know, Alaska's a big state. Think about it, of a massively large county. Mantuska, am I saying it right? Mantanuska, Mantanuska, Shushita, uh, mantanuska Sustitna borough man, man, mantanuska Sustitna borough They have absolutely banned the voting machines for all future elections. Susitna, thank you very much for correcting that. Susitna. They have banned the voting machines for all future elections. This is a big deal. Now, the little bit catch here that you know, because this is a first for Alaska, but their assembly passed this ordinance this this week that will prohibit the use of these voting tabulation machines for borough elections starting next year. I don't know if a borough elections means everything that gets elected in that borough, or everything that's for people in that borough, and it only affects that borough. Um, but they've been fighting this uh, for months long, uh, citizen uprising, saying we got to get rid of these machines um etc but the assembly voted unanimously the way they're going to do it is on November 8th for the midterm they're going to hand count to verify all what the voting machines say cuz they couldn't get rid of the voting machines without causing a big disruption so for November the 8th It will still be the voting machines, but they will do a hand count at the same exact time. And by the way, that's a brilliant compromise. I've even promoted it to get people's trust in the system, which is what we need. We need people to trust elections. We should just count it side by side. It can be easily done. It's no big deal. It is no big deal. Now you understand why they stopped teaching math in schools. Now you understand why teachers don't even have to understand math or pass a math test themselves. They're getting away from it. Math is at the base of all of this. So this borough has 41 precincts, and they're going to do the the counting at the same time. Um, Of course, the left's fighting over it. They they maybe pierced it a little vent because the way it's gonna done instead of counting, uh, they're gonna count the ballots at the precinct with the election workers calling in, which is how it has to be done, because it was a, first they were gonna transport it to the regional office in Palmer, and of course that doesn't work because if you're transporting these ballots to a central location in between that can make them susceptible to tampering so they made the right call to do it in the burrows. now i'm gonna uh play two short videos for you because i'm gonna do a special on this um or i'm gonna, i'm gonna tell you about it and i'm gonna do a video special meaning presentation on this but if you were to go look at arizona Two things strikes me with this new press conferences their county officials have started coming up with. Number one, Gates, who is the chairman of the Board of Supervisors, when he came out, first part of the press conference, he says, we're doing this because there's too much conspiracy theory out there about elections and people are believing it and they're repeating it and it's not true. And they have no basis in fact because they're not part of the election system. Now, think about that comment for a moment. Their claim of why they're right and all of us are wrong is because we're on the outside and we're not part of the election system. We're not part of the official election process. Therefore, it's all conspiracy. Do you believe that? I don't believe that. I know that's total bunk. Then right after him, Stephen Richter came up. Little Richie Rich.
0: Wait till you hear what he said. Be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: My goal, very simply, is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. And one of the things we all have to do is we have to focus on fixing this. One of the flexes, opposition, the left always does, is instead of talking about exactly what we're talking about and trying to focus on it and get it fixed and trying to understand it, they'll throw out crap. Well, what about this? What about this? Look over here. Look over here. Look over here. No, we have to focus, folks. And that's why even when the trolls come in, I can give them a link to the studio. I'll talk to them. They won't even bother. They won't do that. What we're experiencing is rat bastards are coming out of the system. Just like I talked about uh, possibly this SAS fellow. That's a rat bastard move. Because it's going to give deep state and the system a look back at what happens after the midterms. That's it. Most of these electors have no idea. These legislators have no idea how our elections really run. Now, I told you about this Bill Gates fellow, ironic name, but he's the chairman of the Board of Supervisors in Arizona. They're having a week of several weeks of press conferences to set the record straight. The data and the stream is brought to you by and hosted by the local newspaper, which is not a newspaper, but a website, which is owned by George Soros. That should tell you a lot. But Bill Gates came came out and he says, we've got to make sure we protect the people against conspiracy theories. And they just don't know what they're talking about and propagating this because they're not part of... Our electoral systems are not part of our process running them here in Arizona. Well, see, that's the part of it. They don't want people on the outside questioning it. So the county recorder, I call him Richie Rich because he kind of looks like Richie Cunningham, Stephen Richter, he gets up next. And I'm telling you this because you're going to want to tune in when I do it. I'm going to take their video bits from their press conference And then I am going to give you the real truth behind what they say. When you hear little Richie Rich come up to the microphone, he's laughing in a way that you can think he's laughing at us. And then he proceeds to the crowd to say, I want to thank all of you for being here, meaning the press. It's very, very, uh, you've been very important in this role And we want to thank you for all you've done in writing stories in the press so people know the real truth. And we want to thank you much for our relationship we have with you, the partnership we created to make sure that the real story gets told. This is a county official thinking the press, and the press that's there, they're not even newspapers. People see these names that look like newspapers. They're not newspapers. They're part of a George Soros operation funded in 30 cities that they stand up like they have uh, newspaper credentials, but they're not. And that's who the the county board of supervisor we want to thank you for this, etc. Now, here's the shining light. Because we have just won another victory. And let me tell you what this victory is. It is it falls under civil conspiracy. Civil conspiracy. And here's how it works. Because now it works to your favor. eBay executives just got convicted. 2 years in prison a handful of executives from the security division because here's what happened an outside watchdog group started reporting about ebay saying you've got a problem with your security and these things are doing these are doing bad things instead of listening to the complaint the ebay executives started retaliating calling those people a conspiracy theorist, got other people to to pile on calling these people a conspiracy theorist, got newspapers to write about it calling the watchdog group conspiracy theorist. So why did the eBay executives get sent to jail? Because the eBay executives did not look at the proof the watchdog group had. The watchdog group was correct And what eBay chose to do was attack them, got other people to attack them, encouraged people to attack them, got the press to attack them, and did it with no proof. That is civil conspiracy. It also falls under the rules of cyber-stalking. Now, this happened in Silicon Valley. I've told you many times... A lot of these trolls, you let them do stuff. You let them catch their stuff. You let them talk about it because you need the digital trail to prove they did it. We are now in territory with this precedent set. What's going on? Let's take Virginia. They're trying to talk to the Loudon Board of Supervisors. The Loudon Board of Supervisors tell them, you're nuts, you're crazy, you're conspiracy theorists." Won't make time for them. Got the New York Times and others to write... Uh, articles that these people were nuts and wackos, but they've refused to look at the evidence they have. bump, 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 bump. Bum. This all falls under what's called civil collusion, civil conspiracy. All of these board of electors now that have said, that's not it's a conspiracy theory and they're getting the papers to write about it and they've never taken any meetings to see the proof but yet they've basically said you're trying to destroy elections are now subject to provable law called civil conspiracy and civil collusion because even what the Maricopa Board of Supervisors is doing having all that press here thank for you doing the story it is civil collusion and civil conspiracy because they're not even taking the time to see the facts before they basically say you're a nut job and you're a wacko. You're about to see this heat up in the most magnificent bonfire way to backfire on the media and these rat bastards. As we tell them all, cut the
0: crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not gonna take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media.